Okay, welcome to Not the Only Kids in the Hall podcast, the podcast where we watch old episodes of Kids in the Hall. Now we watch new episodes of Kids in the Hall because the new season is out. So we watched season six, episode one. Mm-hmm. Can you believe it? I can't. I can't. I don't believe it. It didn't happen. No, it was it was incredible. I uh, I'm very all out today. They're all out today. We only watched episode one just because we want to pace ourselves. I mean, we're all very excited. Nick, I mean, is this... I want to hear from you, man, because this is, you know, me and Amay, we're here. We're talking about it. But this is your show. I mean, this is... You love this show. I don't know. I think I'm more important than Nick. Well, you are in general. (laughs) But when it comes to this podcast... I just no, I, I want to hear from Nick too. Watching him watch the show was delightful. We all watched it together. Usually, watch the, we watch episodes separately, but we did a little group hang. Yes, it was lovely uh, when we were supposed to be working. <laughs> yes, yes. In the middle of a work day, we decided to co-watch a show that we could have easily watched <laughs> separately. But it was fun to uh, watch us. And yeah, Nick. I mean, what do you think, man? The kids, they're your kids. They're back. What you? What? What are your? We'll get into each sketch, but I mean, just overall. How you feeling? Well, I, 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 it was. I was happy to see them back. I thought a lot of the humor was the same. I missed the. I missed the live aspect. I missed the live sketches, mm. uh, which was something we were talking about. I, I don't know. Do you? I kind of missed the laugh track a little bit, even. Like I. Interesting, Jared, Jared. You were like, "Wow, there's no laugh track," and you were saying that like that was a good thing. I was like, "I don't. I don't know. I don't mind the laugh track. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with the laugh track." Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. But I love. I love. I thought overall it was. A good episode, and I I loved that they were treating it like uh, uh, just a, another season of the series. There's even the same, not the same, but an updated version of the intro with them walking around the streets and the, just filming random people in the streets of, I assume Toronto still. Uh, yeah, I thought it was cool that they just decided rather than do something uh, wacky or something like. Uh, trying to reinvent the wheel they just said let's just do another season of our sketch show right they already, they already did kind of do a reboot once they or not a reboot but they did like a, a show a, kind of a more narrative driven show called death comes to town a few years ago and i never i never finished i never got through it for whatever reason i think it was just hard to find i think it was on ifc and then i bought the dvds but i don't have a dvd player but uh it, yeah it's nice <laughs> that they just decided to to do a sketch show this time um, I think it's funny that we've now moved into accepting that the laughter in the show, the original, was a laugh track because for a while <laughs> that was being debated. <laughs> well, maybe not literally. Maybe not literally. But yeah, I yeah. don't mean. I don't. Yeah, I. I still don't think it's a, a, a like a a canned laughter, or a canned laugh track. I think it's a real studio. That wasn't a slip up where 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 Nick revealed <laughs> <laughs> that all these people are fake. <laughs> no, um, yeah. Does laugh track imply fake laughter? I thought laugh track. I think it does. does. Also, I think it does. But but I, I think what you're saying be... you miss is the live audience, right. which is different. La- la- hearing laughs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, uh, I I I was sort of I'm sort of on the same page with you in that I I appreciated that they kind of kept it simple, and I was sort of surprised that they did very self-referential, but they always kind of are. Um, and you know, characters that I was pleased that I recognized <laughs> coming back. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll save most of my thoughts for our classic sketch by sketch rundown that everybody's looking forward to. But uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I was overall kind of pretty pleased with it. I, I was, it was a little better than I expected. I would say. 
Would you say that it was better than your marriage that you just had? Listeners, Jared just got married. <laughs> oh, look, I had a long talk with May about how I wanted her to bring it up and make it a huge deal. So I'm glad you did a great job of making it seem off the cuff. Um, yes, listeners. Yes, I, I'm sure you all care and, and want to know more. Um, you know, you can get in touch with me if you, you want to kind of break down um, toast by toast breakdown. Of the ceremony we just want the them to know that you're off the market because I'm sure That's some right. listeners have been wanting to know. So Jared is off the market. Sorry, ladies. This podcaster's <laughs> unavailable. <laughs> um, you know, I, I don't think many ladies listen to this show, but hmm. um, my mom told me today that she sometimes listens to the podcast, which I found chilling. I was like, why? This podcast? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does she find me as off-putting as most of our listeners? I doubt she can even tell you in the car. I'll ask her the next time I talk to her. All right, let's get started. Let's do it. Okay, let's let's first take it back. Go back, or I guess stay present in time. Oh, shit. Today, Friday, May 13th, 2022. Ooh. Uh, Chilling again. Number one of the charts in the U.S. As it was by Harry Styles. Yeah. This is like a song about going back in time. In a way, it's very appropriate, right? Yes. Absolutely. Is that right? I didn't realize it was about yes. that. That's, yeah. And I mean, it also sounds, it's got like a very 80s kind of sound to it, but I guess that is sort of the modern sound. Maybe it's a, uh, yeah, they're alluding to uh, the old Phil Collins days that we, uh, remember so well when the kids were originally on tv and he was dominating the charts it uh it makes me miss those classic <laughs> tunes but um hey harry Styles, great what about canada nick yeah number one canada wait for you uh by future featuring drake and thames how about that that's very canadian <laughs> yes drake is anyone is i mean drake is but are the others is future, is future canadian i don't know no, I don't think so. Is future I think Canadian. She's from the good old USA. Mm. But maybe I'm making that up. I'm going to actually Google it right now. <laughs> is future Canadian. Yeah. Listeners on the edge of their is seats. Future. Is future Canadian? There's only one way to I find know the out. Future, Keep I know the future is female, but is, the, is, future, <laughs> is future Canadian? Well, the future is female, but future is a Canadian male. Um, no, I don't he's know. He's an American rapper, so you are incorrect, unfortunately. Oh, well. Wow, um, correct. And he's only one year older than I, which I um I don't know how old I thought. He's sort of timeless, but I guess now I know how old he is. Okay. Anyway. Wait, future is is one year older than you? Yes. Oh, I didn't know he was uh I thought he was uh mm-hmm. younger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Careful, man. Careful. Mm-hmm. Um look at that. We have a like kind of an eighties throwback and then we look into the future. I mean these these songs are such thematic selections for us. It's it's perfect. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't well, wait for start, the future episodes. Yeah, let's do it. Let's watch Amazon, a little clip baby. from. So they, I, they already, I already was able to find <laughs> shout out to these sketches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sorry, what's that, Nick? <laughs> this one, this one is called the Curse, and it's kind of the, uh, it's kind of, it sets the stage for this season. And uh, I, I wonder, I was wondering if it, it, it has these characters, Mark or. Uh, who are they? Dave Foley plays Marv and Mark McKinney plays Don, who we've seen them in the past. Uh, and they're kind of two businessmen or a business, like a businessman is lucky. Um, Don, obviously like, uh, 
I, I was curious. Mamey, could you tell what Mark McKinney was doing in this opening sketch, who he was parodying? Mm. Um, oh, yeah, I you, could. I, remind me yeah, let, what's happening again. Well, let, let's let's watch a little bit of, of him as, as Don here. He sounded like Dr. Evil this. to me. <laughs> Brain candy has made its money back. I knew it would. You know, I thought it would take a week. Wound up taking 30 years. So Brain Candy made its money back finally after 30 years. Oh, yes. We watched this like three hours ago and I've already forgotten. But the uh, the episode like connects to Brain Candy. Like that's how it starts by connecting to the failed film Brain Candy, which I think I watched like 50 times as a teenager for some reason. Um, <laughs> and they are making back the money on it. Uh, by selling it for one Canadian dollar at a garage sale. That was like, yeah, the, that finally pushed it over the edge. And now they can bring the kids in the hall back. Uh, yeah, but that, so it, it's, uh, yeah, he's doing like a Lauren Michaels thing, which I, right. which also, I which think, which is funny because that's what, was right, Dr. Lauren Evil Michaels. is. Right. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That's funny. Um, uh, I love this kind of cold open. I mean, so this is Bellini in the towel, right? That's the idea. Yeah, that's Bellini and Tal. I was surprised Bellini not listed as a writer on. on he this looks so of different. Is that really him? Or just Bellini like a does? Bellini stand-in? Yeah, I think he sort of semi looks like mm-hmm. an older version of Bellini. No, I mean, I guess they mm-hmm. all sort of look different. I mean, it's funny um, that Thompson is, you know, the one that's least jarring because I feel like he's been out there the most. Um, I'm used to seeing him on other shows throughout my lifetime and throughout his lifetime. Um, Maybe this is a weird conversation we shouldn't have, but out of all the kids in the hall, like, did you, which one to you was a little bit like just jarring just to see them now present day as opposed to <laughs> what they looked like back Evan in the day? Evan shocked me the most. Yeah. <laughs> Evan, for sure. I think that's but... fair. Oh, I think really? That's fair. I've seen, <laughs> yeah. I guess I've seen Kevin pretty recently. I like, I even saw him do like a live show once a couple of years ago and he yeah. basically looked like this. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, who did shock me the most? Maybe Dave, just because he he looks so much older. Well, I love his no, line of am, "Am I still the cute one in the grave?" That yes. was very. Funny. Oh, well, let's let's watch this. Real, I mean, I, I had that queued up. Oh, 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 oh. Who, who are you people? It's me, Mark. Scott, is that you? Oh my God, if you have to ask, it can't be good. Am I still the cute one? Um, uh, sort of. Um, Guys, I knew we should have cryogenically frozen our bodies. Or even just our faces. Or even just your hair. Okay, there we go. Uh, Yeah, so this is the kids waking up from their grave. Uh, So you guys don't maybe don't know this, but the last of us kids in the hall, they are buried in in a grave in this exact formation. Oh, okay, cool, cool. No, I just thought it was an original bit, but that's great. And Bellini Bellini, uh, digs the, like, uh, puts the... uh, He's the one carrying the shovel, shoveling the the, yes. the dirt on top of them. Yes. So it's it's fitting that he's also the one that uh, unburies them, unburies, digs them up, whatever. I think unburies yeah. is the proper term. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, very self-referential opening. Um, they kind of had to, to 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 have it be self-referential, right? And do a sketch about why they're doing the show. They can't just leap in or whatever. I mean, I it's a little bit like. Part of you does think like, huh, okay, like it's a little, um, you know, I don't know if cliche is the right word, but it's 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 a little. It was obvious to a degree that they were going to do something along those lines, but I didn't mind it. I I'm just so. happy they're I, back, sorta. I don't know. What'd you guys think of the yeah. whole opening premise? 
I would have. I think maybe I would have liked it if, more if it were a little bit shorter. Um, yeah, it did seem to drag the, the beginning. Yeah, but I but, think they're yeah. trying to like cram in so many references to the old show all at once. Yeah. Like, why did the devil have to be in there? He didn't really, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was right, like right. fun, I guess. I would have been fine if it were just Bellini digging them up, you know? Yeah. Like, totally. And then we you know, just open that way. But, you know, I, I, they probably wanted to make fun of Brain Candy because I'm sure they're like, they saw it as like a public defeat or something. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like, who's know? watching this, right? I mean, it's it's fucking dorks who love the show. Like, it's not, it's like that, that they want this. It's fan service and they, that's yeah. what they want to see, I assume. So I, I think it's they, very much fan service. Yeah. But yeah. Um, did I have anything else I wanted to say about this? I don't think I did. I mean, the whole Lorne thing was, you know, we touched on that and, and some of the Lorne jokes were funny about him and Frank Zappa, like mentioning him. Like I, I'm trying to figure out whether or not most people watching are going to like, pick up on the fact that Lorne like produced the original show I mean like you do have to I'm like worried we do a podcast about this you know sketch team but I'm thinking like do will 80% of the audiences like even fucking know what's happening if they were like well I want to try this new Amazon show it's like they maybe yeah, they just like calculated how many fans kids in the hall have and are like well I think that would be enough to justify making this show I mean not every show or book or piece of media has to be the most popular thing on earth you need a very small percentage of people to be really into it and follow it would you re- yeah, people- would you recommend this show to someone who's never seen kids in the hall before no no okay it'd the be new hard version, to rec- no the it'd be version. hard to recommend it because of that opening <laughs> right like, well yeah. that's what I mean yeah right 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 but but otherwise, I feel like otherwise I I wouldn't have a problem recommending it to somebody that liked uh, sketch comedy. Well, I don't know a lot that 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 was that was kind of my big note or hope for this season. After watching this episode, I, I just like hope in the future episodes there's less emphasis on just self-referential mm-hmm. callbacks. Yeah, maybe it's just, just a first episode on... thing. Although knowing them. Um... I predict that like the Lauren characters in every episode or something. I mean, I, I, I don't, we can yeah, easily well, find what, this kinda, out. But, uh, that's kind of how they, that's kind of how they left it at the end of the episode. They said, he said that you're going to be the, the recurring character and then right. he did a dance. <laughs> right, right. So it, I was like, Oh, maybe that, but that, that I don't mind, but I just wish they like, the Kathy and Kathy sketch, it also was like, oh, we're together again. Like, right. Every sketch was like, we're back. It's like, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> but except for this next sketch, let's go ahead and watch a clip from uh, this next one called Money Mart, which I thought was one of the best pure sketches in the episode. You want me to take a run at him? No, wait. I have a better idea. They'll be looking for two guys with clothes on. What they won't be looking for is a couple naked guys. Brilliant. So then Kevin and Dave uh, get fully naked in order to trick the cops, the returning cops, Bruce and Kevin as as the cops. Oh, right. God, that didn't even occur to me. Right. Mm -hmm. But they didn't make a big deal about how we're back together. (laughs) We've we've joined the force again. We're just back here. Uh as uh and uh 
Yeah, the the new the the fact that they're not wearing clothes is enough to to trick them. I I really like this one. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Go ahead, May. I was just gonna say that I feel like if they'd been allowed to do this sooner, we would have seen their dicks a lot sooner. <laughs> like at first, I was like, oh, they're probably just like, what the hell? We're old. Who cares? This is our show. Let's get naked and shake our dicks around on screen. But then I was like, maybe they always wanted to, and they couldn't. I'm of sure they were begging the network <laughs> to please show our dicks. Why would we have a show well, if we can't show our dicks? Well, they used to do a, they used to do a sketch called Naked for Jesus. I, I think it might oh, have right. been right. I remember we saw that. Yeah. Yeah. They would say, we're not just naked. We're naked for Jesus. We but saw I think, that, but they didn't show their dicks. No, but I think, uh, I think live on stage they did. Oh, okay. they were doing live on stage. But actually, I think everybody except maybe Kevin and Dave. So maybe this was like them saying, we're going to be naked too this time. Yeah, finally get the, you know, get even and make sure they all expose themselves. I, I, I liked it. I'm with you, Nick. I, I, I really thought it was funny. Um, the beats were all great. The game was really simple. Um, you know, the beats of they get fully naked, the turning around, the bouncing up and down, don't get dressed, you'll blow our cover, then pointing the guns at the two piles of clothes towards the end of it really made me laugh. I thought it heightened really gradually. I mean, I'm with a May in the sense that it's like, okay, you're not exactly revolutionizing, you know, comedy by just like the whole sketches, we look at your dick. But <laughs> I, 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 I couldn't help but enjoy it. I mean, I, I thought it was, it was also, I kind of appreciate the choice to put it essentially first, you know, like, you know, if you're not counting the whole setup of the cold open, I like the idea of not just kind of laying it in there, burying it or in the first episode, the first sketch, they say, you are going to look at our dicks. And it's almost like, so just kind of, you know, um, just, just, just immature and kind of silly and ridiculous that like by, by, by putting it in such a prominent position, it almost makes me like it more that they've kind of like dug into it so hard. Um, it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, I thought overall it was a good sketch. It was the best one of the episode, I agree. And I Hey, hate wait the cops a second. A May, a May, a May. Oh, sorry. Ixnay right. on the Est Bay But you know what? Just because... Wait, let me just say this. Just because something might be the best doesn't mean it's my sketch of the episode. Ooh, I love that. I love that. But what I wanted to say is I wasn't happy to see the cops come back, but I appreciated some of their one-liners. Like that he shouldn't have stopped to get a haircut, which I guess is like a very like simple joke that you would hear a lot of places, but it got me to giggle a little. Anyway, would you guys? Everybody was scared of the guns too. I thought was interesting. Like I don't think people would be scared of the cops in the old episodes, but I really that's right. I loved the McCullough move um, where they wanted them to bounce up and down, and he kind of like you know points the gun up and down, like gestures with his uh, (laughs) gun, like go ahead, bounce, bounce, sort of thing, and they. He doesn't say bounce, bounce, but uh, it's a podcast. I'm trying to. Um, yeah, it was great. I don't want to talk too much about it because it is just we look at their dicks. So I don't want to give it too much credence, but it was very funny. Yeah. Well, let's move on to The Last Facts featuring Kathy and Kathy. <gasps> oh, Kathy? Kathy? Oh, it's you. Oh, Kathy. It's been so long. Too long. Oh, my Lord, you look so good. Thank you. You've lost weight. Yes. And gained back exactly the same amount. Well, thank you for noticing. So, what's new with you? Well, um, I married an ice road trucker. Oh, good. But he fell through the ice. Aw. Well, you know what they say? All the good ones are either married or frozen frozen at at the the bottom bottom of of a lake. lake. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I really like that joke. 
the ice road trucker. Yeah, one. that's funny. I they're still very funny together, the two Cathys. I think. I'm noticing now when you mouse over that Scott Thompson plays Kathy, C-A-T-H-Y, and Bruce McCullough yes. plays Kathy, K-A-T-H-I-E. That's very funny. I didn't realize that. Yes. I thought watching this was the first moment of like more boomer energy that they were bringing. Because <laughs> I think, like, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but the only people who are not in Kids in the Hall who speak in this show are all young women, pretty much. <laughs> And it seems like they're trying, I can't tell yet because it was just the first episode, but I feel like they're trying to correct the fact there are so few women. I noticed that yeah. too. They, they were pushing um, all the kind of extras were a little, I could tell. Yes. I, I also yes, did. I also but, did notice that uh, Julie Klausner and Jen Kirkman were producers on the show to uh, oh, uh, cool. women comedians. Makes and sense. Yeah. Ke- Kelly Macon was the, the two directors were both women as well. Uh, no, Kelly Macon, I assumed was a woman, but he is in fact a man. Uh, who directed Nick. early episodes of Kids of the Hall. Fucked up, man. Fucked up. Uh, but in that particular sketch with the two Cathy's, like, they're sort of making fun of, like, the age difference with the facts thing. But then I felt like it was a real, like, moment where, like, old people are commenting on how young people are too sensitive these days. Yeah. Because they, like, clap and they make this girl say that's acoustically aggressive. Like, she's I wrote that so, down, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Stupid joke. Yeah, it's not. It's like so, like old boomer mentality. And I will say, we say boomer colloquially because they're Gen Xers for sure. Oh, that's but, even worse. But yeah. yes. Do you do? You, are you saying, May, that they're sort of attempting to send it up and either failing or succeeding, or they're just like? I think they're you're trying just, to make you're a just joke about it. like people being like too sensitive and like yeah. asking for too much, don't you? I, I see. That's yeah, no, doing. no, I was right. No, but I just meant throughout. I don't know if you were just sort of sensing. I like, think throughout they mostly didn't do that, but in that moment, I really noticed it, and I'm just curious about how things would proceed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm curious who wrote that line. Like who who thought that was? Which one of them decided that should go in there? I bet or, it was Bruce. That's my guess. Bruce, I was thinking Scott. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Just because like he's Scott the more has, aggressive, kind of politically, thematically, sort of, or what? Why Scott? I think he's more aggressive, but I also think he has contempt for younger people to some degree. Oh, like, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I've heard him have rant about how uh, he, uh, young people don't realize how, and it's I'm sure there's truth to it, but how how hard it was to be gay in the in the 80s, mm. and they have it they have it so easy these days, which I thought was. Strange, it's kind but, of a weird. Okay, anyway. Yeah, and I'm I, I'm probably misquoting him. So, do the research yourself. <laughs> Don't do <laughs> the research yourself. Don't. Um, I love this. I thought uh, that the, yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no, it's Go okay. Ahead. I was just gonna. I just wanted to mention this uh, joke where they start the letter, and Scott says, "To whom it may concern," and McCullough says, "Great start." <laughs> I, I really. I really liked the laugh. bar setup where they would go to drink. The like. That whole scene was funny. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I would go to that bar actually, where you like, fun, get on yeah. somebody by sending them a fax. <laughs> It'd be lonely though if you never got a fax, just sitting yeah. there by your machine by yourself. Um, what did you guys? So the 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 young woman who worked there, they kept calling her. What do you? What were they calling her? Do you guys know? No. No. Well, hold on. Let me see if I can get to it without revealing. This Foley character was kind of funny, too, and weird. Yeah, yeah. He had a very funny joke about saying, now I'll just sit here in silence, right? Um, Yeah. And he's been the the boss of this AT&T Love Company in in the old episodes, too, so it's cool to see him back. Let's watch this for a second real quick. Good morning. 
Oh, hi, Amber Lee Ayo. Did you just send this email? No. Her, so I, for, I thought it was Amber the Ayo, and I was like, what does that mean? Is that is an Ayo like some kind of corporate thing? But no, it's Amber Lee Ayo. Amber Lee Ayo. Like it's yeah. all one. And is that play, like. Play, oh, look at that. <laughs> played by Maggie May. I, yeah, I was just confused. I guess, is that. Making fun of like millennial names or just. Yeah, I wasn't sure. Anyway. I couldn't tell. A lot, a lot of, I didn't need to point that out. <laughs> I just thought it was weird. And also, I did, also did like the end here with uh, the two aliens, uh, Kevin and Dave as aliens destroying the planet because fax machines uh, aren't there to protect them anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, definitely it, the it, highest production value of, of this kind of thing on Kids in the Hall that we've ever seen. I really like it, both of the old ones and the new one, where they just jump the shark on a blackout and completely like leave the world that they're in, and it it always kind of pays off for me and. This was really such a fun, like once they got there and these aliens were talking about destroy the earth and then immediately pivoting to like, that's a funny voice. You know, they do that so well too, just like going <laughs> off on complete non sequiturs and like forgetting even what, why we're there and why we're talking about them. And that like, what couldn't have been like more than 15 seconds or so of them and, and as aliens was super yeah. funny. That was some of the hardest I laughed in the whole episode. Wow. Uh, okay, well, let's watch a little bit of this. Huge. Okay, this Friends of Kids in the Hall thing. Yeah. Friends of Kids in the Hall, number 511, Donovan. I do not live with my mother, okay? She lives with me. She gets the lower part of the house, and I get that sweet attic upstairs. So this is Pete Davidson doing whatever. I don't recognize his voice. Yeah. <laughs> Doing what I assume will be like a recurring bit, kind of like 30 Helens or it's a fact. Um, I just, thought that they were going to have different um, comedians come in over time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guess, just, that's what, that's just, what I was thinking, too. Oh, okay. Yeah, but just like the, framing it as friends of kids in the hall. Do, yeah. it, do you think this was like something like they just asked him to shoot something and do whatever you want, play a little character? Or do you think they gave him a script? <laughs> Why don't you play a little character, Pete? Just play a little character. <laughs> um, Pete, you're really popular. And how's Kim? Can you play a little character? Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it, it almost it it was kind of somewhat sad to me in a way because it was so kind of clear that like I don't know if someone told them to put him in the first episode or or what. Because as Amay says, I'm sure they have a whole lineup of comedians or people who appreciate the show or whatever, celebrity cameos in this bit that they're going to do in every episode, again, I assume. But I just feel like there was a sense of, especially because they're old, <laughs> and like he is, I guess, like if you're going to pick the kind of zeitgeisty sex symbol of today, it's him. And it almost felt like this desperation of like, look, like Pete Davidson likes us. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I... <laughs> I just felt sad to me just to see him. I, the content of it was fine, I guess. I mean, it was a 20-second thing, and the premise is fine. But just to have him pop up was like, what? It felt so anti in the spirit of what we were watching. But maybe I'm just being a... But it was probably also it. filmed a while ago. Maybe it preceded uh, Pete Davidson skyrocketing to fame as the boyfriend of Kim Kardashian. <laughs> so it's not quite as weird as it seems to us in this moment. Well, he was he was pretty up there even before. Yeah, I know, I but say. he was famous in a different way. I think well, before like, that he was he yeah. was the he was famous for dating Ariana Grande, right? Like he's been. I know, but I just think it's like heightened and ups, you know. It? I mean, the Pete Davidson game has been heightened and explored. <laughs> he's <laughs> been sexy for a long time, Amay. I mean. 
mean, this is not new. All right, fine. <laughs> I, personally, I think that I am a writer for L.com and I'm constantly <laughs> covering the news and what's popular, but okay, whatever. <laughs> I mean, if you want to hear celeb gossip, you could call me. I mean, we could talk about it. All right. All right, let's watch a clip from the next sketch, Foodies Tarts. Well, I don't know what you saw on social media, but this restaurant doesn't serve pie. Yes, it was a pie, a tiny little pie. Oh, I think you're referring to the Tarte de Bleu Bleu et Sauvage. That's it. There you go. I'm sorry, it didn't register because you called it a pie when actually it's a tart. Tart, pie, pie, tart. What's the difference? Right away, madam. I thought this was a just a good sketch, a good funny video. Like this, this was a sketch. I, I thought the uh, the police sketch didn't necessarily could it have been done live, but this one felt more like a making use of of of, of the video format, and I thought it looked nice and. Uh, so the performances are all very funny. Yeah, uh, I I liked it. I I had a lot of things I wrote down. Again, I I'm with Nick. I watched this before the episode, so I, it was kind of my second viewing, and it uh, you know it it didn't maybe hold up as well. I think part of my enjoyment of the first viewing was just seeing them back and understanding what the show was going to be like and and getting a whole feel for it. And that was like 50% of my enjoyment. You know, it's like now that I see it in the middle episode, I'm a little less excited about it. That said, I still like it. I like uh, that, you know, Tori and and Dory, all the dumbass name jokes. Um, I thought Scott Thompson's, uh, you know, character was really funny. I love this beat where, um, you know, he's taking a picture of uh, McDonald. um, And then he walks away. Yeah, Cave Age Cheese. And then a long beat. Where are you going with my phone? (laughs) That really made me laugh a lot. Um, I love the part right after the thing we just watched where uh, Mark McKinney's character rushes in the kitchen. And he's, uh, he's just very calmly says, we have a bit of a problem. And Scott Thompson says, Tori, slow down. And then he, <laughs> slow down. That we, we both laughed at that a lot. That was really great. Um, uh, I really liked that? Kevin McDonald's character in this. I felt like this was our first uh, good drag moment that we had. It felt like a yes. real woman yes. going out to have a fun little evening by herself. <laughs> uh, I relate. Um, His cute. delivery on where they were like, it's you know, oh, I think you mean the, the <laughs> la la da blah. And he was like, that's it. <laughs> that's such a classic McDonald fucking delivery. I loved it. Um, he was funny. So I first saw a sketch in a Vulture article written by our friend in Victoria Clark. And she could have pod. We should have her on. We should have her on the pod. We should. She'll agree. If not, this will be an embarrassing moment in this uh, episode. (laughs) She might not agree. She might be too busy. uh, Listeners, if if we got 10 more episodes in and she hasn't showed up, she said no to us. (laughs) Please please don't bring it up to us. Um, she pointed out that it was kind of a spiritual sequel, if not an actual sequel, to an old sketch where about dipping areas. Um, so nothing more to say about that, I guess. But, but they're both funny sketches, I think. Did you realize that at the time when you were watching it, Nick? I mean, I don't know if I, I read the article before I watched it, so I don't know if I would have pinned it down ah. before that. But I remember okay. that dipping area okay. sketch. It's very funny. Um, right. Yeah. And oh, I was going to ask, uh, have you guys ever worked in a restaurant? I've never worked in a restaurant. Yes. Have you worked in a restaurant like uh, this, like a fancy ass restaurant? Um, no, not this fancy. No, I've worked in some nicer places, but I honestly don't think it's that common for kitchens to be this fancy unless it's like really, really an ex- 
extremely expensive restaurant because like it's always a mess and chaotic back there that's yeah i i bet i bet this was this is nothing like reality i'm sure right like (laughs) um i think there are high-end restaurants where like the chef is that present and um plating is that important but uh it's be very i mean i guess it is supposed to be a high-end restaurant but it's not as common the the sequence where he prepares the tart i thought was was very Maybe not funny, very beautiful. but yeah. Well, <laughs> well to, your, to your point, Nick, it, it does sort of feel like they're lampooning something that's not really current. It feels almost like a '80s fine dining, like a Wolfgang Puck sort of like, you know, thing where the chef was the king, and like if you didn't name the dish the right thing or insult him the way, like that's very kind of thrown out the window now. I feel like modern restaurants have their own, you know, pretentiousness brand of pretentiousness, certainly. But it's very whatever, like too hipster or something, as mm-hmm. opposed to stuffy. But you know, I knew what they were talking about. <laughs> I still enjoyed it. It was just interesting. Yeah, that's true. Okay, well, let's watch a little bit from sixty on the pole, the final mm. sketch of the episode. Here he comes, ladies, looking for love and his reading glasses. I've been doing this since they closed the Oshawa plant. Auto workers and strippers are in the same union, so, you know, I got to keep my benefits. Oh my God, he's still on the landline. That's so hot. This was my least favorite sketch by far. (laughs) (laughs) It felt felt like they were... It didn't feel like a kids and all sketch, for one thing. It felt like something you'd see on Comedy Central today. I, I don't know. I feel like maybe they felt like they had to address that they all look so old now, so they wrote a sketch about it. But I, 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 I didn't really. I, I, I agree with you, Nick. It, I didn't like this one. It, it felt just very. The game was so like almost one hundred one. Like, uh, you know, like old guys, senior citizen strippers, you yeah. know, dad strippers. Like it, it. And each kid it was, was almost, a, again like each kid got to be a different type of old guy. I, I'm sure they like it. Kind of like a. Match the way they do in the older episodes with uh, where they put in. They try. It seemed like they tried to put a sketch at the end with all the five kids doing. Their right. Own thing. Maybe that was it. They were struggling to come up with what one they were all in, but it was very. You know, the beats obvious. Oh, you know, they lost the television remote in the VIP room. The you know the the I can't go. You know, sometimes I they I have them take me home because I can't drive at night. I can't see like jokes that were very mathematical and kind of just forgettable. And that kind of yeah, mock- I did. I was just gonna say that kind of mockumentary thing where you just look at the tell tell a joke to the camera uh, as a talking head. Like that's I feel like that's just so overdone. I'm sorry, I mean, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say the only one of the jokes that I kind of enjoyed was like when they're in the champagne room or whatever, and like Scott Thompson's like, "Don't touch the remote," because <laughs> it just like was a very specific yeah. dad thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I agree. I don't really like humor where the whole thing is like we're old i don't know it's just not save those jokes for when you're with your old friends and <laughs> add a few glasses of wine around the table save it for the oldies know. i think also it's like maybe just their desire to like dance and like be naked and whatever again i i did love what yeah the we should have seen, I we should have seen their dicks in this case saying that his initial name was jack the stripper oh yeah i wrote that down too <laughs> And he was like, some people said it was inappropriate or creepy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that made me laugh. That was funny seeing Dave Foley play that kind of creepy character, uh, which he—I—I I don't know if he ever did that back in the old. He was always the cute one. 
Like it, now he's like now he's like spreading creep. his wings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he plays a creep in the morning show. I feel like we've talked about this before, but I don't think you guys have actually watched it. But I've never seen maybe. the morning show. Yeah, but I think he did. I saw it a, uh, like the first season. Yeah. No. Um, he, he um, there was one more thing after this. They go back to Don. Yeah, and he does a little dance. Should we? I guess we can watch a little bit of that. We're going back to Don and Marv. So we're 97 minutes into a 22-minute episode. Nice pacing there, Marv. What's the big idea for hit characters this season? Well, Don, it's us. Me? Yes, Don, you. Yeah, apparently you are, you're very relatable to the youth culture. <laughs> well, then stand back, Marv. Oh, uh... Don, what are you doing? I'm slaying. I thought that was very strange. I don't know. I don't get that. Did yeah. you say he's slaying? He said he's slaying. Yeah, he's, so he's using yeah. young person's lingo. But why? Why are they relatable? What, what? What is the joke there? I don't. I didn't get it at all either. I didn't get that at all because it's like, why him? What does that mean? Who is what? Like, there's just too many questions about what what the reality in this situation is. Yeah. So there's nothing to hold on to to understand what the joke is. I mean, I think the joke was they just wanted him to dance as the old man, but I, I, yeah. I but they call him a relatable. Like, why? Yeah, I, I don't I, know I why he was the relatable one. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get that. Jared. Do you get it? Can you explain it to us? Uh, I was kind of uh, in and out there with my uh, tech troubles, but what was it? What are we talking about? That last scene where where he says, "Oh, we're going to be the recurring characters because you're relatable." The... Yeah, the whole thing where he's spinning them on the floor and stuff. So we're talking about. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how I feel about the whole runner. And to your point, they'll probably be bringing it back a lot. And uh, yeah, not not my favorite. Yeah, well, that's the end of the episode. Sorry, what was I not? Was I? Was I? Did it sound like I had no idea what was going on? I'm sorry, I, I, I wasn't. I wasn't. My headphones. My headphones. No, we got it. I, I had problems with it. We got it. We got oh, okay. Married now. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm married now. Remember, I, I have to be forgiven for <laughs> sucking. Go ahead, Nick. But do you want to sing your song for the first time as a married man? <laughs> your sketch Ooh. of the up song. Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. <laughs> All right, here we go. Um... <laughs> One, two, three, four. Let me just get the pitch right. Okay. Sketch of the app. It's the sketch of the app. Come on down. It's the sketch of the app. Present day edition. <laughs> and now, I, I I would have to say I'm I'm I have a couple contenders here. I want to hear from you guys first, though. What what, what was your sketch of the app? Well, for me, it's either uh, the. The tart sketch, the the waiter sketch, or the uh, the money mart sketch with the uh, the nudity, and I'm I'm leaning toward money mart because I think it's just like classic. I, it's a it's a it's it felt like a classic Kevin and Dave sketch where they just take a real a solid premise and just do a bunch of jokes on it, and then you also get a little bit of the Bruce and Dave, uh, Bruce and and Mark action with the two of the cops uh, bonding. And, and and being together again, so yeah, to me that one's that one's got to be the, the number one. That's that's my sketch of the app, Money Mart. I love it. Amay. Um, I guess I agree. Money Mart is the one. Um, yeah, I don't know. I was not super blown away by this episode. <laughs> by, by, by the episode. Oh, interesting. 
I think like I would rather see them almost perform on stage or something. I think that would be more fun and exciting. Yeah. There's something about it that's just so controlled, but it's still not really working. That's, I mean, that is how I felt too. I I miss the live element, the live sketches. Even just like yeah. mixing a couple of live sketches, it would have been nice. I mean, maybe because of COVID, they felt like they couldn't. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I'm being a dickhead about it. I will say that watching them all, I felt all of them still have their performance chops. Like they're still engaging performers who are fun to watch and make interesting choices as comedians but the sketches themselves were like not living there wasn't enough newness to them and i hope that they explore new ideas or like new ways to deal with these characters in the future instead of just sort of redoing them uh except now because a lot of those characters don't even necessarily make sense in the same way now yeah right (laughs) to your point about the kathys and everything it's like oh okay like wait what are we commenting on again just like being vaguely sexist sort of um <laughs> but yeah i uh i am a little concerned uh, that the, there's going to be too much fan service and there's going to be too much recurring stuff but that's kind of who they are so i kind of accept that and i agree with Amay in that i was just pleasantly surprised to see that they not only like still have it like they almost just feel more mature and like better in terms of their performance and their just delivery of everything i mean they're really you know, McDonald is not as like stilted and crazy, you know, like with his voice and stuff. Like I feel like before when they were young and they were just so, you know, hyped up and taking chances and stuff. And they now they're they are like perfectly reserved. That cop sketch, I thought like the performances were really like reined in and really funny. Um, so anyway, sketch of the app. Um, I, 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 I don't know. You know, I, I, I really like the penis sketch. Um, and I really like the restaurant sketch. I feel like the penis sketch, maybe we're all responding to it because um, there's full frontal nudity, but also because it's like a new new characters except yeah. for the police. Like, it's just like a new idea. That's right. That, that was a big... And a real premise. I like, agree. it had a real yeah. premise. I mean, I, I guess you could say that, like, <laughs> you could kind it of... It's not very complicated, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> It was a sketch with a premise. You could say like <laughs> and it blew me away. The sixty, um, the, the the pole dancing one had a premise, I guess, but that I that I just did not like that one. So I don't know. No, that was by far my least favorite sketch of the app. Um, which we 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 should didn't we weren't we gonna come up with a segment for our least favorite sketch? <laughs> I feel like we dragged um, the worst sketches already. We don't. Yeah, need to basically, the sketch that. of the app has been spent just shitting on the worst one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I I would probably have to go penis only because it was just <laughs> more uh just fun and exhilarating and new and interesting and jared you are sketch- married okay <laughs> oh no can i not talk about penises like this anymore <laughs> i'll keep it to myself um it was good and that's all i have to say i i, I no i liked it we, i liked the restaurant sketch felt like they could have done that in the old days yeah i was gonna say you, you brought up like uh you probably, I, I, I was just thinking it would have been nice to see them play themselves in some of these, like uh, just address the audience. Oh, yeah. You can't... Just have someone come out again and be like, hi, I'm blah, blah. I'm Dave Foley. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they're going to do any of that at all. Because that's that was a big part of the old show was, you know, Bruce or, or Kevin or Dave addressing the audience. And yeah, I, don't, I wonder if that's going to happen, if that's if it's possible to do that without the live audience because i would have rather seen that than them kind of like addressing themselves but as these characters don and marv and and uh 
I mean, and, and I, I, I guess they were themselves in. Now that I'm now that I think about, it, they were themselves in the grave. So, I guess I got that already. But you know, you take it all back. I take it all back. Okay, <laughs> but I would like to. See, I would like to see a monologue. I would like to see some <laughs> monologues. I guess. I hope they. I hope they do some monologues throughout the show. Oh, I, I don't know how you couldn't get Buddy Cole coming up. Oh well, yeah, they got to have Buddy have Cole. To. Yeah. Hopefully, okay. and hopefully it's yeah, a monologue. Saving him for episode two. Yeah. Let's. Yeah. Well, it was fun to watch all this with you guys. I'm glad we shared that together. Yeah, that was nice. absolutely. Yeah, hopefully we'll we'll do another little watch party for the next one, or if not, whatever. But I can't wait to watch the next one and yeah. and talk about it. Yeah. Yep. Until next time, keep right. crushing those heads. Uh-huh.